up your mouth. You ought to lift up the name of Jesus. Woo! Because he's been so good to us. He's been so good. He deserves the best praise. He deserves great praise. The band doesn't need to prompt you. If God's been good to you, you don't need any kind of music at all. I said if God's been good to you, it doesn't matter if my neighbor's not giving God the glory. It doesn't matter if my role's not giving God the glory. I'll give God glory all by myself. I dare somebody to take about 60 seconds. And if, woo, if you really believe that, you ought to give God the on my paycheck that doesn't mean I just bless the Lord when I when I get a brand new car or when I get a brand new house that means I bless the Lord on my good days and my bad days come on somebody you want to bless the Lord right now despite the day you're going through despite what's going on he deserves the praise
believe that it's getting ready to happen. It doesn't matter what the situation looks like. It doesn't matter if I still got chains on my feet and I still got chains around my wrist. God told me that it's getting ready to happen. So you know what that means? Let God be true and every man a liar. It's getting ready to happen. something here tonight in this house I'm telling you I've never felt it so strong before I have a word for this house God has given me a word for this house God has given me a word for you God has given us a word tonight I'm just gonna preach is that all right I don't I'm not even whoo let's go to the scripture First Kings chapter 18 and verse number one. And the Bible says, and it came to pass after many days that the word of the Lord came to Elijah in the third year saying, go, somebody shall go. Show thyself unto Ahab and I will send rain upon the earth. Somebody needs to start getting their things in order because God is getting ready to open up the windows of heaven. Somebody, you ought to get yourself prepared because you know what? An opportunity is on the horizon. Woo! Second portion of scripture, 1 Kings 
18 and verse number 41. And Elijah said unto Ahab, Get thee up, eat and drink, for there is a sound of abundance of rain. There's a sound of abundance of rain. God told me to speak to you all and tell you that rain is coming. Somebody ought to just receive that rain is coming. Your blessing is coming. I got one who believes it. Do I have anybody else who believes that the rain is coming? My blessing is coming. My healing is coming. My breakthrough is on the way. I said my breakthrough is on the way. My deliverance. My healing. you've been praying for that that moment you've been fasting for that thing you've been seeking the Lord for I just want to preach to you for just a few moments tonight it's getting ready to happen it's getting ready to happen I might not see it yet but I believe that it's getting ready to happen I'm telling you somebody I got a word from God Get ready to happen. It's getting ready to happen. It's getting ready to happen. It's getting ready. You better get your things in order. You better get ready. Brother Eddie, you better get ready. Because it's getting ready to happen. Y'all going to preach with me tonight? Let's have church, y'all. The Bible says, Hebrews 11 and 1, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. That word substance in the Greek is the word hypostasis, which means confidence or assurance. People who have faith in God, people who have been asking God, believing in God for a miracle, those people have confidence. Woo! Those people can look at a situation that to the unbelieving person will say, there's just no hope. You better pack your bags. You better get your things in order. You're getting ready to die. Not the person with faith. You know what they say? God's going to come through for me. Did I tell you that my God, he moves mountains? Did I tell you my God's called the great physician? Woo! Did it? Woo! His word says I'm the head and not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. I'm the lender and not the borrower. He's going to make a way out of no way. He's going to open doors that no man can shut. He's going to open doors for you that it said that you could say if it had not been for the Lord who is on my side, my side, I shouldn't be here today. You want to know how to get God's attention? Have faith and operate in it. The woman with the issue of blood has spent all of her money. She had no other options. She had this infirmity for years. And she said, you know what? If I can just get to Jesus. Somebody needs to have that kind of moment right now. If I can just get to Jesus. If I can just touch the hem of his garment. I know my situation.
situation is going to turn around. Woo. Blind Bartimaeus, a man who was born blind, and every day he would be begging. And you know what they would do with blind people? They would give him a garment. What that would mean is you can see the person walking. As you're walking, you see, oh, yeah, see that person? They have an ailment. Something's wrong with them. But when Jesus passes by, when Jesus passes you by, what are you going to do? When your servants like this and the word of God goes forth and says it's getting ready to happen, what are you going to do? How are you going to operate? You need to be like blind Bartimaeus and just stand up and say, this is the last day I'm going to be like this. This is the last day I'm going to be blind. You know what he did? He took off his garment. And that signified, I'm not going to be blind one more day. You got to have faith and say, I'm going to leave this house different. I'm, I'm going to leave this house changed. I'm going to leave this house delivered. Because it's getting ready to happen for me. It's getting ready to happen for you. The man who was sick of the palsy, he couldn't even, whoo, the Bible says that Jesus was teaching in a house and outside they were just trying to get in. And you know what? They carried their friend and they said, man, we can't get inside. Did they give up? No way. They said, we got to get to Jesus. I wonder what would happen tonight if someone says, you know what? I got to get to Jesus. Despite the cost, despite what it costs me, I wonder what would happen if we could say, I'm going to press my way towards Jesus. I might have had a long day, but I'm going to push past my flesh and I'm going to get to Jesus. They had to get creative, Pastor Hammond. They had to open, they had to go on top of the roof on someone's house that they probably didn't even know. And they said, you know what? We got to get to him. Our friend, we can't just leave him here in this scenario. I'm sick of my friend. Woo. I just feel the Holy Ghost right now. Sometimes you need to grab your neighbor by the hand and say, come to the altar with me. You might be sick of the palsy, but I'm not. Let me help you get to this altar. Let me help you get to Jesus. Woo. I just feel like preaching that for just a moment. We're a body. You know what that means? I need you, Sister Rebecca. You need me. I need you, Desmond. You need me. That's why you know what I can do? I can be stuck. I can be stuck here. Come with me, Brother Desmond. I can be stuck right here and just say, I really feel like moving, but I don't know what to do. My brother's got to grab me by the hand and say, why don't you come with me? There's an altar right here. You want deliverance? It's right here. You want your breakthrough? It's right here. It's getting ready to happen. What are you going to do about it? Oh, man, I just feel this in the Holy Ghost. I'm sorry. This is off my notes. Shame on you if you make fun of people moving around and giving God the praise in the altars. Shame on you. You know, you should be an encourager. We're supposed to edify one another. You know what that means? We build each other up, not tear each other down. I don't care if my brother's clapping off beat or he can dance like Brother Keith. I'm going to go right with him and give God the praise. I'm going to encourage him and say, why don't you give God some praise? Woo. You got to help your friend out. Help your brother out. 
What if you got deliverance and now that person is seeking the same deliverance that you got from Jesus? You can help them. You can build them up. You can say, you know what? It was tough, but I went through it. And if God can do it for me, if God can do it for me, God can surely do it for you. If God delivered me, I was a mess. I was broke, busted, and disgusted. I was on my way to hell. But you know what? God picked me up. He turned me around. He placed my feet on solid ground. And I'm standing here today. And I can say if it had not been for the goodness of the Lord. So they broke through the roof. They had to do whatever they can. You know what? I doubt they even had tools with them. Because you know what? They were just trying to get through the front door. But you got to improvise. You got to do whatever you got to do to get to Jesus. I don't care if I got to break the roof off. I don't care if I got to dig a hole and come underneath. I don't care if I have to break through the side of the wall. I'll grab a rock. I'll grab a stone to break the roof. Whatever you got to do, you got to get to Jesus. You got to have faith. The Bible even says in Hebrews 11:6, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. When I start my pursuit, that's when God gets ready to move. When I start my journey, when I obey the word of the Lord, that's when God gets ready to move. You know how to make sure that God doesn't move? Do this in a service. When is he going to get out of here? It's just Brother John again. Doesn't he always like to shout? You don't know the hell that I've been through. Woo! First lady, they might not know what you went through. That's why people can look at us a little funny and say, you don't have to act all crazy. No, 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 baby. No, no, no. God has done way too much for me. I'm telling you, I was on my way to hell, overdosing on drugs, but I'm standing here today. I'm in my right mind. Because it's getting ready to happen. My God. Why don't we ask good old Uncle Abraham, right? Hebrews 11 and 8 says, by faith, somebody say faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should receive for inheritance, obeyed. Somebody say obeyed. Let me just touch on this real quick. God's ready to bless you. God's ready to prosper you. God's ready to open up the windows of heaven. You know why he hasn't yet though? It's because you need to obey what God is telling you to do. Come on somebody. We've all been there. You might have to do some things you don't feel like doing. But you know what? It's not about you. It's never been about you. And it never will be about you baby. It's about the king of kings. And the lord of lords. It's so that he can get the glory. God's wanting us to just step out in faith. Step out in faith and say, you know what? 
God's word is true. And if God told me I can do it, then bless God, I'm going to just take a step. And I'm just going to obey the Holy Ghost. Do you know that scholars say the Ur of the Chaldees, that's where Abraham was from, was one of the most advanced cities of its day. You mean I got to leave all this, God? See, you know what? That's the problem because we like to worship God out of convenience. We like to do things with God out of convenience. But can I remind you, a rejected a rejected Cain that said, I'll just bring to God what's convenient for me. And God said, no, 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 son. No, 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 daughter. You know what you need to do. You know what you need to bring to me. I'm telling you, somebody. Woo. So God calls Abraham out of it. Because God wanted to do something in him. God wants to do something in us. God wants to do something in you. God wants to do something in this church. God wants something to do, God has something to do in this city. God wants us something, ah, God's so good. God wants it. How bad do you want it though? I'm not even in my notes, how bad do you want it? How bad do you wanna see the blessings of the Lord? How bad do you wanna see? How bad do you wanna see your dream, dreams be fulfilled? The visions, the thing that God has spoken to you about, how bad do you want it? And you see, sometimes God has to pull you out of your comfort zone to start doing a work in you. Abraham's promise was twofold. I mean, there's much more, but you know, two main things. I'm going to give you a land. Wherever you, wherever you walk, it's yours. The next thing is he says, I'm going to make you a great nation. He says, in thee, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. I'm talking about it's getting ready to happen. I'm talking about how it's getting ready to happen for you. It's not just getting ready to happen for me. It's not just getting ready to happen to the leaders of this church, but every single person in this house. I'm telling you, if you're mixing your faith with the word that's coming across this desk right now, it's getting ready to happen. Well, that's nice, Pastor Sralaza. I believe God's going to bless me. But a child at this age, that's what Abraham was saying. God, I believe it, but you're going to give me a child? I'm 100 years old. Can I just talk to somebody for just a moment? I feel this so strong. I believe it's the very thing that looks like an impossibility to you is the very thing that God wants to do in your life. That thing that the doctor has said, I'm sorry, ma'am. I'm sorry, sir. There's just no hope for you. All we have to do is just make you comfortable now. I'm sorry. You just got to live your best life right now. Can I just declare unto you that the doctors don't have the final say? The doctor's report does not have the final say. You know who does? His name is Jesus. And he's the great physician. And he owns the cattle on a thousand hills. <laughs> you want scripture for that? Well, I got you. Put up Romans, please. Romans chapter 4. I'm almost done. Music, you can get ready to come. 
Romans chapter 4, and we're going to start at verse number 16. It says, therefore, it is of faith that it might be by grace to the end, to the end the promise might be sure to all the seed. Not, this is talking about Abraham. Not to that only which is of the law, but to that also which is of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. We got an inheritance just like Abraham. When you're baptized in Jesus' name, you're filled with the Holy Ghost. You're now a part of the lineage of Abraham. That Abrahamic covenant is upon your life as well. Amen. Verse number 17. As it is written... I have made thee a father of many nations before whom he believed, even God who quickeneth the dead and calleth those things which be not as though they were. Let me tell you, there might be some dead things in your life. There might be some dead scenarios that you might have forgotten about. That you know what says, I buried that thing a long time ago. I buried that dream a long time ago. I don't think my daughter's coming back. I don't think my son's coming back. I gave up on that a while ago. That situation is dead. Let me tell you, not to God. It ain't over until God says it's over. Just like Lazarus, God's getting ready to get the glory out of that death. That thing that might be dead in your life, God's getting ready to get the glory out of it. Woo. Who against hope, this is Abraham, believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations. According to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed be. And being not weak in faith, can I just read that again? And being not weak, somebody shout weak. Weak in faith. You can't be weak in faith. Your faith's got to be strong. Your faith's got to be concrete. You know what? Just like the story of Esther. When Haman declared, I'm going to kill you and all of your people. And the weapon was formed against them. But you know what? God said, I'm going to stop it right there. Because that very weapon that the enemy chose to kill you with is the same weapon that God's going to use to destroy your enemies. Can I just declare unto you that no weapon that is formed against you shall be able to prosper. That's why you got to have strong faith. That's why you can't be weak in faith. That's why you got to put your trust in Jesus. Amen. And being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead when he was about a hundred years old. I don't care what the signs look like. I don't care what my body is telling me. I don't care what the scenario is looking like. You know what? I'm not the one. I'm not the author and finisher of my faith. I'm not the one who says, you know what? It's time to change the chapter. It's time to, no, no, no. It's God who does it. So that's why I got to keep pressing towards the mark. Because you know what? My moment is coming. My blessing is coming. The thing that I've been waiting for, the thing that I've been praying for, it's getting ready to happen. Somebody ought to just declare, it's getting ready to happen. You ought to just tell Jesus in faith, God, I believe it's getting ready to happen. 
neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving God the glory. I wonder what would happen if we just begin to give God a praise on credit. I would wonder what would happen if you just say, right now, God, I know you're working it out for my good, and I don't see it right now, but you know what? I might not see it right now, but it's getting ready to happen. I might not see it right now, but baby, my healing is on the way. My deliverance. Somebody, you ought to just let loose for just a moment. You You better give God a praise on credit. saved my whoo, my sister's gonna be saved my father's gonna be in this house we're gonna reach this city we're gonna reach the world we're gonna be everything God's called us to be I might not see it right now but let me tell you it's getting ready to happen for you sacrifice to the Lord he said no 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 he says you know what I'll be right back I and the lad we go yonder to worship 
Can I just declare that he didn't see the ram up there? But let me tell you, you got to start making your way up the mountain. You got to start making your way up the mountain. And you watch and see how God makes a way. from December till June. Farmers usually plant their seed in a dry season because you know what? The, the soil can't be too wet because it has to take the seed. And that's why during the dry season, that's when you need to, whoo, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. It's during your dry season that you need to say, you know what, God? I can just give a little more. I can just give a little more this year. I know it's dry, I know the bills got higher, but I could just give a little more. Woo. It's those dry seasons when farmers begin to cultivate the ground. They get the soil ready for the seed. They get the rocks out of the soil. They get anything that tries to inhibit the growth of that seed. Because you know what? They believe when I put this seed and the rainy season come. When the rainy season comes, when the rain comes, I'm about to get a product that's so good. I'm about to get a return on my investment. And I came here tonight to declare to all of us in this house that it's rain is coming. I came it's to declare Get ready. 
Somebody ought to lift your hands right here. Somebody ought to lift your hands right here. I feel the glory of the Lord in this place. I feel somebody's faith rising in this house. I feel the rain coming. I hear the sound of the abundance of rain. God told me to tell you, your season is changing. God told me to tell you that your blessing's on the way. Come on, somebody lift your hands. Lift your hands all across this house. Come on, can we just turn that praise into worship? Can we turn that praise into worship? Keep it